Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast with Hal Elrod. I'm your host, Nick Polkuski, and you're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you will learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He is the author of the number one best-selling book, The Miracle Morning, a Hall of Fame business achiever, an international keynote speaker, ultra-marathon runner, and the founder of VIPSuccessCoaching.com, Mr. Hal Elrod. All right, goal achievers. This is uh, exciting. I'm, uh, it's you know, it's it's cool when I get to interview not only brilliant, talented people, right? So there's like that. There's that. I, I think that I think hopefully everybody I I interview is pretty brilliant and talented for the Achieve Your Goals podcast. Welcome, by the way. Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. But uh, it, it, you know, sometimes I also get to interview people that I have looked up to for a long time, and you know, mentors of mine. That's always really cool. And then the other really cool thing, like the third category, if you will, or bucket, is um, when I get to interview my friends. And which which also fall in the category of people that I admire and that I've learned from and that are mentors and, and that are, uh, you know, that are they're doing really great work and, and, and making an impact for other people. And uh, today that is the case. I get to interview a good friend of mine, Carrie Smolinski. And if you uh, if you attended the best year ever blueprint, if you've attended our live event. Kerry is, you know, he's the the energy team. He's the uh, he's the audio visually so much more than that. But uh, I mean, he really is what you know makes our events go off without a hitch. And uh, he wrote his first book, and so we're going to talk about that today. His book is called "Living Life with Passion and Helping Others," and and it's just such you know it's a simple title, very straightforward. But I'll tell you, Kerry is a man who truly lives life with passion. And, and he really cares about making a difference in the lives of other people. And he, you know, if I had to, d- you know, really define him, I'd say he, he's a dynamic businessman and entrepreneur. Um, he's a great husband, very loyal, a great father. And he was born in Chicago and uh, he began his family of companies while he was in high school. So he's got a variety of companies. And this is something, and I'll let him, I'll actually, I don't want to take up too much of the story that he'll share, but uh, he, at last year's best year ever event, um, had, you know, kind of a mindset shift, seeing all the, you know, what we did at the event and all the people and what they were going through through the attendees and he uh, decided to pursue one of his dreams which was uh, or was to write a book and that is where this uh, this his new book is first book uh it just went to publication and uh, you can get it on amazon.com we'll talk more about that but uh carrie are you there my friend I am here. Excited to be here, Hal. This is exciting, dude. I, I'm pumped to have you, and I'm, I'm so you know. I just got your book in the mail the other day. That was such a cool, you know, experience. It kind of brought me back to the feeling of my first book coming in the mail, and it's real. <laughs> and I know you and I talked about that the other day. It was a pretty cool experience for you, of course. Um, but uh, let's let's do this before you know. Normally, I would I would have uh, you start kind of sharing your background and uh, where you got started. But I would love to kick it off with the story that you actually opened your book up with, right? Which was how you know where the idea for the book kind of came at, uh, to you at last year's best year ever blueprint. So you want to start by kind of sharing that story, and then we'll uh, we'll dive in. Absolutely. You know, my whole life has been pursuing different passions just because I don't know if I'm wired that way or I'm just excited. I think it all comes down to my hatred of mortality, and that's actually one of the other. Uh, 
uh, chapters in my book called Mortality Sucks. <laughs> nice. But, but I, I think that's why. I think, I think I've always realized that life is way too short and there's so much to experience that for years I've struggled with how do I pursue all of these different things and at Best Year Ever 2014, a lot of it came to a certain amount of clarity where it wasn't that I needed to pursue all of these different things. It was really the concept of passion that I was pursuing. And I know some people talk about doing one thing and focusing on one thing, but that's not me. I can't just do one thing. I can do one thing at a time and be effective at it. Yeah. But my whole life is filled with things that I've I've experienced and and I've been proficient at and even in my family of companies we do a number of different things from full event production as you know with with best year ever from starting as a DJ like like you have as well yeah. um, and, and and all of these different passions of mine have really come together and I enjoy my life I enjoy what I do so really the best year ever of 2014 I'm on the plane coming back from San Diego to Chicago and I just had this moment of clarity after meeting the people that I met and striking up certain potential networks and, and realizing that my message is what I wanted to share. And I've had so many experiences throughout my life. And I've done so many different things that I wanted to be able to inspire others. I wanted to put it all together. And the best way to do that, the best vehicle, was putting it in a book. And, and yes, I've spoken to my industry and I've done different things in the special events industry, but my real passion for, for speaking and getting the message out is to help inspire others, to help people find their passions, to help people live their dreams, and to realize the importance of helping others. And these are the ways that I, I live my life. And I get to this within the book as well, that it, it just happened to come full circle uh, December 8th to December 8th from 2014 to 2015, and I literally finished the last aspects of my book on the way back from the 2015 Best Year Ever Blueprint. Wow. And it really was a testament to the event and, and, and what, what you have put together in, in creating this. And at the same time, it allowed me to focus by taking me away from everything else. And, and, and that's the, the biggest component to accomplishing something in any depth um, is, is focus on it. And I, I've learned to focus on the different things that I experience, but while I was writing the book, I was completely immersed and focused on that. When I'm producing an event, I'm completely focused at that moment in yeah. that if I'm entertaining. So, you know, again, for me, it's not just one specific thing, but it's one thing at a time. But when I am doing that one thing. I'm all in. I'm immersed and I'm giving it 150%. Yeah. Well, and you're, you're speaking to, uh, a, to me, but I think to the right audience in terms of, uh, I think our listeners are very much in, you know, the majority aren't, aren't, don't want to just do one thing. We got a lot of dreams, a lot of goals, a lot of passions. And I think that you put it really well, which is you can do it all. It's just that you do it. You, you focus on one thing at a time. And I think for me, right, it's, you know, the, the writing books and, and making the documentary that we're doing the miracle morning and putting on the events and doing speaking and doing private coaching and group coaching. Like I, I'm like you and I are, I mean, we're cut from the same cloth. We'd be bored <laughs> just doing one thing. But, uh, I mean, I can attest you are 
one of the best event producers, you know, and, and it's not even just you, it's you've scaled your company to where you've got events going on, you know, same day all over the country. You've got crews and teams across the country putting on events and, uh, you know, carry um, or CSP Worldwide uh, is the name of your company, correct? Correct. And it's, it's our family of companies and Carrie Smolensky Productions and my entertainment uh, brands like Storm Interactive or Mobile Music Interactive. So we do all different types of aspects of an event and it yeah. really comes full circle because again I like to number one I like to be in control of the situation because then I can be accountable to not only my client but I can also control the direction if there's certain components that I have no control over then that's what worries me and, and we've really developed an amazing team over the years and uh, and really working and, and one of my one of my goals also is focusing on events that change lives and inspire others mm -hmm. and we have a wide variety of clients and we always do life celebrations which are amazing but when it comes to things like the best year ever blueprint or motivational speakers or creating the correct environment that enhances whatever the presentation is and you know in the old days, you know, old school concepts were ROI, but but really it's experiential and it's edutainment and it's it's constantly evolving. And that's why I I love what I do. I started the company 37 years ago and we're still evolving. And if we weren't, I wouldn't enjoy it and I couldn't do it. Got it. No, that makes sense. So, Kerry, uh, take us uh, back a little bit. I would love, you know, we'll what were you like growing up? And, uh, and, and then I, I'd love for you to share this story. I think it's just so fascinating, um, of, uh, the, the, you know, the, the first notable award that you won that you were recognized for, uh, that got you in the papers and all of that. So yeah, so t take just a minute to tell us what, what, you know, what were you like, um, you know, kind of coming up, uh, to become the, serial entrepreneur that you are now, uh, what led to that in terms of your mindset or your, your upbringing and, and, uh, yeah. And, and please entertain us. You got to tell, I, I love, uh, I love the story of, uh, your, your first notable award. Go ahead. Yeah. I know where that's gone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so through my younger years, I was really, uh, involved in acting and I did some modeling and it came to a point where there was a competition and this is during my college years. And, and to, to back up even before that, I really don't even remember my freshman year of high school. I wasn't really, it was a transition year for me. And sophomore year in high school, I became very involved in the radio station, had a radio show, started doing parties. I was on wrestling and swimming and, and got involved in just about everything. Oh, but wow. before that, it was really a blur. I, I, something just sparked near the end of my freshman year of high school. And from that point on, there were a lot of unique things. I really became adventurous and tried to challenge myself. And I've always lived to want to push myself mentally, physically, emotionally. And, you know, the, the interesting thing was in my junior year of college, well, this was uh, 19, 1984, actually, I... Uh, applied for a competition. And first, there were many levels. First, you send things in, and I kind of forgot about it. And I never told anyone about it. And then all of a sudden, I get correspondences that I made it higher up in the competition. And then I was supposed to go out to Long Beach for a finalist competition. And what it was, was the first ever Mr. United States men's passion. 
And pa- this pageant, you mean? was what's that? Men's pageant. Yeah, it was. Yeah, a, you you it was said passion. You have you're such a passionate person, Carrie, that passion just slips out of your mouth here and there. But yeah, yeah so the first men's pageant, like yeah, so Mr. United first, States, um, okay. Men's pageant. It was similar to the Miss America pageants, and there was everything from the uh, yes, the formal wear, the bathing suit competition, <laughs> Q and A, and the talent uh, competition. So, yes. you know, what was and, your talent, by the way, I don't know if I remember that. It was a nunchuck taekwondo routine. Ah, that's awesome. God, I'd love – you could, do you have a video of that? Is that possible to air at next year's VHS. best year ever? <laughs> what did you say? It's on VHS. Nice. All okay, right. We'll, can, we'll, uh, we'll make we it pay. It off. You've got the technology. You, you can bring it to the screen. <laughs> yeah, it was a, um, a taekwondo kata, which turned into a nunchuck routine to uh, Irene Cara's flash dance. What a feeling. So that <laughs> kind of dates right amazing. there. But – the, the cool thing was I went in there just because I wanted to challenge myself. It would seem like a fun thing. And I ended up winning the competition. And what ensued was a year of traveling around the country and doing appearances and, and, and television interviews and escorting uh, celebrities like Heather Locklear. I uh, did appearances with Glenn Scarpelli, um, trip to Hawaii because there was a coup in Manila where the original trip was. So we went to Hawaii, which was awesome. I just it was, it was a year. I was on the Phil Donahue show. They did a whole show about the pageant and me. Wow. So it was, and that, for those of you who don't, who have no clue about Phil Donahue, he was before Oprah. Yeah, he was he was the male <laughs> Oprah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he was. So, yeah, that was a very interesting part of my life. And, you know, what I've learned during that time is that people are people. And the best way I can say that is there's so many stars that you see in the news that once they're no longer in the limelight, they can't handle it. Uh, they turn to different vices. And I learned very quickly that, you know, fame is fleeting. And whether it's a 15 minutes of fame or whether it's periodic, that's not going to sustain you. You know, it's, it's something more substantial behind it. And yes, you're, you're at, a, at that moment, that's what the interest is. But you're more than that. Anyone is more than that. And you're not the same person you were yesterday. You're not the same person you were 10 years ago. We're always evolving, always changing. And at that point in my life, that was, it was, it was an awesome experience. And, you know, you move on from there. I, I ex- expanded my family of companies um, after I graduated with a degree in biology. I have a Bachelor of Science in Biology that I've never used. And my passion was really in entertainment and in, it grew into event production. And throughout my life, it's been filled with experiences that when it came down to the book, it allowed me to use the book as a vehicle to express all of these experiences to share with others, to hopefully inspire, to make people think twice about, yes, they can do it. Yes, they are enough. Yes, they can achieve anything they want in life. And as you know, we're both very involved in the Front Row Foundation. And that's another aspect of my life, of helping others and giving back. And recently, we just had another of our annual company, um, Warm Clothing Giving Hearts Drives, where we took donations, we created meals, and we prepared them and we delivered them out to the homeless uh, before the holidays here in Chicago. And we caravaned with three SUVs and we found the people that were living, you know, in the underground on Lower Wacker Drive in Chicago. And we found the people that were um, under the viaducts and in small communities. And we gave back and all the people that 
came with us, if this was their first time doing it, it, it changed their lives. And, and these are the things that make up life. So I'm passionate about a lot of different things, but it's interesting. Everybody has a different moment in time that they'll reflect upon for a certain feeling. And it's really great to be able to look at all of these experiences as a culmination of, of one's life and to be able to share that and, and create a message out of it. Fantastic. I, I, and I, I think that your book encapsulates that. Uh, now, here's, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to go kind of off off topic here a little bit. But one thing that you've done really well, and you know, we have a lot of a lot of folks that are entrepreneurs that listen to our, uh, our podcast. And one thing you've done really well is scale your business. Like I said, you've got events going on, which, you know, means revenue coming in, um, you know, multiple events uh, around the country, some that you're at, some that you're not. Um, and, and like I said, I know this is totally off uh, off topic and you weren't planning on answering this question, but That's cool. yeah, I would love to uh, just, just for you to share, uh, you know, what, what how, when did you first scale your business and, uh, and what can you talk to somebody of, you know, maybe a solopreneur or, or maybe they're a business owner, but they've got one location. What, what can you share about scaling business? And by the way, this is really me asking out of curiosity because I'm in the process right now of scaling my business. So it just occurred to me that, Hey, you're the guy to ask. So I'd, I'd love to hear uh, your Perfect. thoughts on that. Perfect. I think when everyone starts a business, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're selling knives or if you're selling insurance, or if you're creating something, whatever you're doing, you're starting off your business and you are the business. So a couple things. First of all, you're always selling because before people ever buy whatever you're selling, they have to buy into you. They have to believe in you. They have to like you. So first of all, you have to be the person that you can be proud of. You have to have the ethics that you're able to go to bed at night knowing that you're living the life that your children would be proud to know, um, that your, your spouse is proud of you, and, and more importantly, that you are proud of yourself. So once you're at that level and you want to start scaling what you're doing, you need to bring people on board that have that same mentality. And delegation is something that for a while was very difficult for me because I didn't have the right people to delegate to. So as you are expanding, there's always the trials and tribulations of finding the right people to delegate that you can trust that are going to represent your brand the way that you want it represented and are also going to have the the same business business ethics and beliefs that you do and to me a customer whether it's a person that's celebrating uh, a wedding celebration a birthday party a bar bar mitzvah as a as a private client a social client that person should be dealt with, with as much respect as a Fortune 500 company. And to every person, it's a once-in-a-lifetime event. For a company, it's a very important event. So, again, it's, it's dealing with the right people that can represent you. And although you ideally can do everything in your business because then you're never relying on anyone – you want to be able to have those people in place and the things that are worth your time, meaning bringing in business, as opposed to things that other people can do at a lower wage, 
that's where you have to do the differentiation and understand, yes, I can do this, but is my time worth it to do this? It makes more sense to have someone else handling certain aspects while I can bring in the bigger business, while I can deal with these clients, while I can do other tasks that only I can do, meaning me in my business, whatever your business is. So here's a question for you. Um, the uh, well, I mean, I guess the bigger question is how do you find how, how do you find right people the right people? Um, oh, that's nonstop process. You're always looking. You're always engaging, and and just as you're living life and you're meeting people, you're meeting potential customers. You're meeting potential people that that could be part of your team. As a matter of fact, uh, one of my, my my very first front row experience, and for those of you who are unaware of front row. Uh, foundation. We take people with life-challenging illnesses and give them a front-row experience, putting them to their theater, concert, sporting event of their dreams and create an event for them and their family. About half of the people that go on these experiences pass away shortly after. But the family is left with amazing uh, pictures and video and experience and memories of this person living their life that day in the front row. And the very first person that I, I took on one of these experiences is someone from my neighborhood oh, that wow. happened to, to meet at an event we were donating. And as it turned out, as we're in the limousine, I didn't know the family. They didn't know me. I ended up getting to know the, the father. And he happens to be in the promotional products business, which is one of our companies, Custom Specialty Promotions. And he wasn't happy where he was at. And three months later, he contacted me, and ever since then, he's been my wife's uh, sales manager. Oh, so wow. you never know where you're going to meet someone or what commonality you're going to have because if you're going to work with people, I, I treat the people that I work with like family because if we're going to be working together, you're spending so much time together, you become friends you need to have each other's back and, and there's a certain environment that's created and I wouldn't want it any other way. So you never know where you meet these people and it's just always looking and like-minded people will find each other. Yeah, that, that will. And let me ask you this. I have, um, so for me personally uh, and anybody listening that's looking for good people, what I, you know, kind of an experiment that I tried that actually turned out to be fantastic was, uh, was, was bringing on an intern and I wanted to know if you had any experience with interns. And uh, so I'll, before you answer that, uh, you know, I, my executive assistant, Tiffany, who is just an absolute rock star, uh, she and, I, and it is funny, it, we didn't, you know, I actually didn't put out for an internship. We met uh, at a restaurant. She was our server. She was amazing. I asked her if she wanted to work for, you know, extra work. And long story short, she ended up as an intern. But the point is for anybody that's looking at scaling their business um, and, and you know, and, and building their team, which, you know, I mean, you, uh, Carrie, as you can speak to and you just kind of spoke to, it's a game changer when you do. You realize, wow, when like when the first the first thing that happens that you used to do and someone else does it for you, <laughs> right? Like the light bulb goes off and you're like, oh my gosh, that just occurred without any time, energy, or effort for me. That's, you know, that, that that's really what, what scaling is about. But, um, but the point is, anyway, question is, is, uh, do you, uh, have any experience working with interns as a, as a strategy to find good people, uh, and, and kind of be able to test them out before you officially hire them? We have, and we do have a internship program in place within our company, and some of our interns have actually gone into having full-time positions with us as well. And you know, it's 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 a 
mutually beneficial relationship. And that's something I'm completely all about because whether it's with other people in business, whether it's a synergistic relationship between companies that can benefit from each other or people within the same industry, learning and then some of the interns that no longer work with us uh, will then go on to do other things in, in life. And again, we've given them their start and when they need our services, they've come back and, and used us and now we have new clients as a result. So really, it, it, it's paying it forward at the same time it comes full circle. That, that, that's great advice. And I think what's neat about, you know, when you, when you, if you, if you go that route of, of using, utilizing interns is that, especially, I mean, for typically, it, you know, it's an unpaid internship. And when you're trying to scale your business or, or build a team, uh, that, that, that can be one of the biggest hangups for me. I know it was, was to hire someone and be paying them when I didn't even know what the hell I was doing to <laughs> lead them. And I go, you know, I'm, I'm paying someone and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm having to learn how to manage people while I'm paying them. And I felt like it was inefficient and that held me back for a long time, but you know the the internship opportunity allowed me you know four months to uh, work with somebody and see if they're the right fit, uh, and also develop my own ability to lead and, and manage, right? And then um, beyond but that, you, you just said something ex extremely important. And you, earlier, you said that you met Tiffany as she was a waitress. Yes, so and she I just, was yeah. exhibiting certain skills and certain professionalism that you recognized. You may not have had a position for her in mind at the time, but as long as you had the right person, yeah. that's the kind of a person you can mold and work with to find out what their skill set really is. And there's been plenty of people that have come on for one reason or not, and and we would find that there's a better suited role for them just because of the hidden talents we never knew about. So it's really about finding the right person. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. And you can. You can. Yeah. Once if they have the right attributes, the right characteristics, and and character, uh, you can you can train, you can develop them into the right person. So, uh, all right. Let's 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 jump ahead now. I know we we diverted, but um, I think that was so valuable. And again, we have so many people on the call that are you know that uh, that have the opportunity to scale what they do or or start a business on the side and scale that or or uh, just simply build a team. Um, to and I even feel like a team in life. You know, just having people that are able to help you uh, with various aspects of, of life, whether it be a personal assistant or, or whatever. Um, I think all of those apply to that same concept, but, Absolutely. um, the, uh, why don't you give us, uh, you know, give us the, the, when it comes to your book, who is it for and how will it help them? So if wow. I'm listening to this and I'm wondering, yeah, who is this for and how will it help them? It's for everybody. And it's, it's for everybody because anyone can be inspired. Everyone needs to be inspired. And some people will take certain aspects of it and use them to find their passions, to identify them, to set goals and achieve them, to find out how to achieve their dreams of things that they never thought could be possible. And for other people, it, it's something where it, it becomes part of a daily habit of, of what they can do to make their life more enjoyable and what they can do every day to realize the beauty of the world and not just go through the motions, but to actually live life. And, you know, there's, there's people that are always looking to do something. Now, whether it's a goal, whether it's a dream, first you have to define and identify it. And a lot of people are going through the set of kind of knowing what they want to do. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things they want to do, but they, they're not pinpointing anything. So for anyone that is looking to achieve a goal, 
or to achieve a dream or to follow a passion, they have to identify it and define it. And without this vision, there's no direction. Without direction, there's no plan to get to that final destination, just like a roadmap. So that would be the first step in, in goal achieving. Then the second for me was to share that with other people. The first thing I did when I decided to write a book in the signature line of my email that goes to all my clients, goes to everyone I deal with, I put in there, author of the forthcoming book, Living Life with Passion and Helping Others. Hmm. I've also told the people around me, uh, my circle, my immediate circle of, of friends and family. And it's been out there. And I now had a deadline. My deadline was it was to be done. And, and I decided to have it done by the end of 2015. And believe me, it was a year in progress, but the last six months were incredibly intense. Yeah. And, you know, so, so after you identify and you define what that goal is and you share it, then you have to really commit to achieving it. And, and that's with complete laser focus. You know, I have something in the book called the No Excuses Mindset. And, and as long as I've lived, I've never done well with hearing people's excuses. <laughs> because, I, number one, it, that's, not in, that's not in me. I, I can't identify with it. I will never use an excuse. And, and part of that, and I'll jump to another aspect of what I touch on in the book, uh, part of that is to have the mental clarity to make the right decisions. And that jumps into situations like road rage or, if, God forbid, there's a, a death of someone close to you or anything negative that can happen to you in life. I have something called the five-minute rule. And, and that really is, is getting at the heart of dealing with that issue for five minutes. Now, obviously, things will prolong longer, other things happen in life, but if you are in a situation and you have to make a decision, you have to move forward and you have to have a clear head to make a cognitive decision rather than an emotional one, then being and, and remaining in that emotional state isn't going to serve you or the challenge. And, and I, I also look at problems as challenges because challenges have solutions. So if you do have, if you're faced with a challenge and you are in the wrong emotional mindset, then your decision-making process isn't going to be where it needs to be. So that's another tool to be able to diffuse that anger and to diffuse the process of just stewing with whatever is going on and, and realizing you have to take, take a step back because once it happens, you can't undo it. And if it's happened in the past, you can't change it. So you need to accept it, good or bad, and then move forward and be in the right mind to be able to focus on whatever those solutions are to whatever the challenges may have been. Again, Carrie, you and I are cut from the same cloth. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, one of the most important lessons I think for all of us to learn is accept all the things that you can't change and you know actively create the things that that you want. But um, fantastic. So you're. Uh, I mean, I think that you're you're what I love about this, and I saw John Broman say this about you, which is that you're like the 
essence of what the book is about, you know? And I think that it's, 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 it's not often that you find that level of congruency with people. Usually they write about topics that, uh, you know, that they think will make them money or they write about topics that they, um, you know, that they research or whatever. But I think that to, you know, to so authentically live even just the title of your book, uh, I think really speaks to the value that the readers are going to get. Because I think that when they're, we, the authenticity 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 you know meets brilliance when it when it meets the you know the the content i think that's where magic happens and so you know i i I, I only I haven't read the book yet. I just got it in the mail. I think yesterday, the day before. But uh, knowing you and knowing what you've accomplished and achieved in your life, and knowing the off, you know the, the congruency that this book will deliver, uh, I can't wait to to finish you know finish reading it. And uh, and I think our listeners are absolutely going to love it. I appreciate it, and it's something I'm very proud of. And really, you know, uh, I have goals throughout my life, and a lot of times they're they're timely at the moment. What is your People say, what, what is your goal now? What is your focus now? And aside from all the things that I'm doing, one of my main goals is to share my message with the world and, and to really inspire others, help others, and make people realize that there's more to life than just going through it and, and not just being a spectator, but being part of it and making things happen. And, and I, I try to explain it through personal examples, through examples of other people that have done things to change the world and just life lessons. And, you know, those are things that we all have, but it's sometimes hard to put it into a lesson. And I, I include many calls to action and many things to, to do to, to really create at any moment a, a new direction in people's lives. Cool. Well, I well said, and I, I can't wait to hear. I mean, you know, one thing we uh, we did buy 325 copies of your book for the best year ever blueprint attendees, and it was phenomenal. It was awesome, and I am very much appreciative of that. Absolutely, man. We, you know, it wasn't. We didn't have to. I mean, uh, John Berghoff and I were t- you know, at the event, and we were talking, and you know, one of us asked the other, "Hey, should we get a copy of Carrie's book for everybody?" And it was, of course, <laughs> you know, no questions asked. So uh, I, I just I remembered that right now, and I just thought I can't wait to see the impact that's going to happen, even within our community already, because you know, three hundred plus of of our community members uh, are you know are going to be reading your book here uh, in the next week or so when it when it shows up in the mail. So yeah, I'm excited about it. Really excited for you, Carrie. Uh, excited for uh, the, the world that they now are going to get to know the Carrie Smolinski that, uh, you know, that me and, and so many of our, uh, our, our friends and colleagues know. Uh, if somebody wants to reach out to you and get in touch with you, uh, what is the best way to do that? Well, I'm kind of all over the place. However, you can always reach me at carriespassion.com. That's okay. C-A-R-E-Y-S passion.com. And I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I have Carrie's Passion pages where we're constantly putting out inspiration, quotes, videos, and all types of motivational aspects. And uh, if anyone needs to reach me directly, it's Carrie, C-A-R-E-Y, at CSPWorldwide.com. That's for Carrie Smolensky Productions. Carrie at CSPWorldwide.com is my email. Fantastic, Carrie. Well, uh, I know where to get a hold of you, and uh, I often do. We got our, uh, we've got a couple of events coming up together next year for sure. Absolutely, Pre- looking forward to it. Yeah, I appreciate you, my friend. Uh, thank you for uh, for leading by example, uh, you know, and, and being a, a force for good in the world. 
Hell, I appreciate it. Your audience already knows you're an inspiration. You are awesome. I love you, brother. And uh, thank you for the opportunity to uh, spread the word. You too, buddy. And uh, Achieve Your Goals podcast listeners, thanks for tuning in to another episode. I appreciate you, and uh, I will talk to you next week. Take care. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. So now we want to know what were your big takeaways from this episode uh, in this interview with Carrie. Simply head on over to palelrod.com slash 109 for episode number 109 and leave a comment there on the show notes page letting us know what your big takeaway was. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by going to halelrod.com slash iTunes, clicking the little subscribe button, and then leaving a rating and review. Rating and reviews are definitely the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show because they help more people find out about the show and decide if this is the podcast for them. So now until next week, it's time for you to go out there, take action, and achieve your goals. If you're looking to grow your business using podcasting, but don't have the time to edit the audio, insert the intro and outro, write up the show notes, post the episode to all the different sites, and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required, then you need yourpodcastguru.com, where you bring the content and we take care of the rest. We'll even co-host the show for you. Visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world.